0: We all want the videos we produce to actually get results for our clients, right? Well, I know, and I think that you do too, that one of the most frustrating things as a video producer is when we hand over a video that we're super proud of, the client is happy and then nothing. We have no idea how it went or what results it led to for the business. In this episode, Let's talk about measuring video success, even when you can't see the data. The world of video marketing for business is changing, and I don't want you to get left behind. G'day, I'm your host, Ben Amos, and welcome to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Each week, I'll be bringing you the best in the world of video marketing, content creation, business growth strategy, and storytelling. Along with practical tips, insight, and knowledge that you need to grow as a confident video strategist and build profitable businesses. Let's get on with the show. G'day, g'day, and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 242, and we're doing another Q and A episode today, much like the one from episode 240 a little while back. You see, as video strategists, we know the importance of metrics in defining and measuring success in video marketing. And recently in the Video Strategists community on Volley, I was asked this question by Josh Usheroff, And I'm gonna play it for you in just a moment, but before I do, if you haven't yet joined the free Video Strategists community space on the Video Conversations app, Volley, then I invite you to come over and join us. And then you can ask your questions too just like Josh did today. To join us, just go to engagevideomarketing.com chat. Okay, so let's hear what Josh had to say.
1: Hey Ben, this is Josh Usheroff from Black Box Productions in Montreal, Canada, and I'm submitting a volley question to you today. I'm really thinking about measuring outcomes and how, you know, having data or information to prove the success of a campaign can be beneficial in case studies and uh, in other parts of the sales process. But often we're working with an agency or with a client where we're not actually responsible for ad placement, media buys, sort of uh, tracking and managing conversion rates. So without that data, What kind of examples can you think of in terms of maybe metrics or information that we can measure the
0: success of a campaign? Uh, You know, often our clients will say
1: they love it or, you know, they're very happy with our work, but really it's subjective to the quality of the video we produce, but we don't have information about achieving the business objectives of the client because we don't follow the video sort of downstream. So, what advice or recommendations do you have when thinking about this?
0: Thanks Josh for the question. And remember, if you want to ask a question and either have it answered by others in our community or even right here on the podcast, then go to engagevideomarketing.com/chat and join the free space there on Volley. Now, this really is a great question, and I'm sure for listeners out there they've probably had this same question themselves or been in the same dilemma, and as you'd expect, Really, there's no one direct answer. And I think the the key thing underlying this question is the fact that, yes, metrics are important, but when we're talking about video strategies that are determined or the success of a video strategy is determined by financial or monetary outcomes, conversions for a particular video, it's usually the case that there are many more factors at play than just the quality of the output, the quality of the video that's being delivered. So I think, you know, take this with a bit of a grain of salt and recognize that even if you were given full access to sales figures, click-through rates, conversions from a particular video that you created, there are in reality very many more factors that determine that success, right? So keep that in the back of your mind. But of course, as video marketers and video strategists, we want to be able to prove the value of our work, right? Over and above just the creative output. So over the next few minutes, I'm going to break down for you how I would be approaching this with our clients. In fact, how we do approach it in my video agency. And the first point that I want to make is And it's kind of a bit of a cop-out, right? But I'd always actually try to avoid this question altogether and work to develop a strategic relationship with the client right from the start. Easier said than done sometimes, I know. But if you can establish the value in paying attention to the metrics that matter right from the discovery stage, the earliest conversations with your clients, and help them understand that the role that you can play for them as a video strategist is more than just creative. That you can actually, with access and insight to the right data, you can partner with your clients towards the success of their business, not just of the creative project that you're working with them on. So there are a number of ways that you can do this. You can build it into your process, of course, but you can also just be quite direct and ask for uh, request access as an analyst to uh, their Facebook and Instagram profiles via the meta business suite or ads manager. So there are ways to set user roles where they can actually allow you to have access to view the analytics without being able to act on their ad account or post or edit or, or comment on anything within their Facebook profile, for example, using that platform specifically on YouTube. Um, we usually request manager access to their YouTube brand account, which allows us to see full analytics and to actually manage the distribution of the content for them as well, which is usually part of what we offer in addition. So by walking your clients through the process of setting up user permissions and the appropriate access for you to be able to see the data that you need to, but not have full access to their, to their accounts can be highly beneficial. Now, of course, we're only talking about access here to uh, to video analytics and, and insights and data in that way. We're not seeing, um, you know, through to their CRM or through to their sales software or their e-commerce um, platform so we can actually measure uh, sales, right? So that's a, a very different conversation to have with a client around uh, direct conversion and monetization results, right? So And that's something which is varied very widely based on businesses. So where you can, you try and capture that data as well. But what I would recommend is that you actually either request access directly like that, or if not, then set expectations and timeframes around when the clients are to report data back to you for review and analysis. So when you position yourself in the relationship that you have with your clients as a video strategist, that becomes much more easy because you can build into your your offer your service model this idea of a post project consultation and analysis and actually have that as a line item in your quote which most clients will find highly valuable to really show that you actually care about the results that you're going to be delivering in this project so if you actually set the expectation that we're going to do either two weeks or three months or six months, we're going to do a strategy review session where we request specific data and you come back to us with that data or perhaps you've got access to that data if you have requested access. And then we review and analyze the data to better inform future actions with their video marketing or video strategy moving forward. Most clients are not going to say no to that because they find that that's where the real value in that return on investment becomes more apparent. And often they don't know what to look for and you can guide them with that. So that's my suggestion there is building in that process into your into your business and your service model. So the second thing that I wanna talk about here is even if you don't have the ability to, uh, to get that sort of depth of data from the client either directly or to request access, then you can measure somewhat the success of your video marketing with the data that you can access. So, of course, on any given video platform and distribution platform, you can usually see publicly the number of views. You can see uh, measures of engagement such as likes, dislikes, Um, although dislikes have have come away on many platforms as well, but you can see a number of comments, you can see and manually just sort through and have a sense of the sentiment in those comments? Is there, you know, hundreds of positive, over, overwhelmingly positive comments um, on Facebook or YouTube or whatever? Or if it's run as, a, as an ad, then you can actually go um, into the ads library and publicly just see what ads are running and then click through to those ads and then see the comments on those ads. And from that, you can start to gauge a sense or extrapolate the perception of value that's that's being provided to the client from that video content. So that's more of a, a backdoor method to seek data um, or to analyze the data that is available to you. Um, however, as I mentioned before, I would usually prefer to get direct access to that data. But there's still value in that, right? There's still value in uh, if you're building a case study around your client's um uh, video strategies to actually look at um i would suggest actually building into your strategy, gathering some benchmark data as a starting point. So before you've rolled out any videos or before the clients have rolled out any of the videos that you've worked on, have a look at their social channels. Make that part of your onboarding process. Look look at how many subscribers do they have on YouTube or how many followers do they have on their Facebook page or their LinkedIn profile? How engaged are they? Um, You know, what's what's the level of... um, Engagement when they post anything on these platforms, and you can develop that benchmark. And then you can, from there, a period of time after the content has been released, whether the client releases the content themselves or you're part of that distribution process, you can then gather new data, right? And then you can compare the benchmark at the start and the current data. And there you've got some pretty clear. results that you can use, hopefully positive results that you can use to build case studies around to say that, you know, this client went from, um, you know, 1500 followers on their LinkedIn channel over the course of three months of uh, distributing video content on there. They now have, you know, over 3000 followers on their, on their LinkedIn profile and engagement has increased by over 25%. You can do those sorts of calculations and figures. So whatever that measure of success is that makes sense for the particular piece of content and strategy. Now, of course, recognize, as I said before, that there are a lot of factors that can, can, can determine the result here when you're just looking at those, those obvious metrics. So you, you can't be definitive in reporting. You can't say that you know, it's purely because of the videos that that subscriber change or follower change happened, but it can be a useful determination of a result. And the third thing that I want to mention here is where you cannot also see value in seeking what you might be called fuzzy metrics, which are more of that kind of ana- anecdotal um, feedback from your clients and build a process around gathering that feedback or testimonials post-project. So where I see... Th- potentially the problem happening for many um, video production companies is often they do seek feedback from their clients immediately after completing a project. But by that stage, chances are the clients haven't actually distributed that content or used that content. So they can't speak to the results. So I'd suggest building a process around um, waiting a bit of time to allow those results to come through and then going back to key clients and asking them, and doing a brief interview with them or asking them specific questions uh, to see if you can extrapolate some of that results data from them. Now, sure, they might be reluctant to share actual results, you know, sales figures or, um, you know, growth of their business specifically, um, and perhaps they don't even have that data, but they will have, every client will have their own measure of success that matters to them. So so ask them after a period of time, how would you rate the success and and what, what are you using to measure the success of this video? And has it how is it stacked up towards that success metric, right? And let them let them tell you. Because I guarantee that their measure of success, your clients, your CMO or marketing manager's measure of success that matters to them that will be the measure that will resonate with your target audience, anyway. So that's highly valuable data to try and get. One way that I recommend doing this, you know, obviously jumping on Zoom calls and recording those, or, or you know, even face-to-face interviews and and capturing those on camera as testimonials is great. But we have a system in my agency where we, um, three to four weeks after uh, the completion of a project, we're automating out a post-project survey that goes out via using a tool called Video Ask. And Video Ask actually encourages encourages our clients to leave video testimonials or video feedback, which can be highly beneficial to use in our own marketing as well or in case studies and so on. So not every client's going to use uh, the video function of Video Ask to supply that feedback to you, but it's um it's a great way to consider capturing that. So that's my thoughts on that, Josh. And for all the listeners of the podcast, I hope that's useful to you and helps you think about how you might be able to manage this for your own business as you develop as a video strategist. But ultimately, it's about changing the conversation for your clients, right? Because when you're seen as a partner in the success of their business, which is what you as a video strategist will become, then it's much easier to to gather that data and to be a part of those conversations, which are critical to measuring success. So again, if you want to join the conversation here, um, in fact, one of the channels in the Volley community that I mentioned at the top of this episode is all about discussion around these podcast episodes. So if you want to join the discussions over there, all about video marketing and video strategy, then go to engagevideomarketing.com chat. And that's the place to ask any questions that you specifically want answered on the podcast as well. So you'll find a Q&A channel in there as well. So that's it for me for this week. Next week, I'll be bringing back an interview style show. It's been a little while since we've had an interview on the show here. And next week with my guest, we'll actually be diving into the world of Web3 nfts and the metaverse probably some words that you've heard around quite a bit of late whether you get it or not stay tuned for next week because there's going to be that and so much more take care guys again i'm ben amos from engage video marketing and it's my role to engage your ideal audience to action through effective video marketing strategy take care and i'll see you soon